even when I'm down. Got my head in the clouds and my feet on the ground. I got big dreams. Yes, we've got big dreams, and we are going to make them true here in the Genius Lab. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Toby Christensen, and it is an honor to be here with you today. I'm really excited about this because we're talking about shame. (laughs) And I know that seems like a really ridiculous thing to be excited about, but the thing that I'm excited about is the remedy for shame. Shame is 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 an insidious energy. Um... It is it 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 takes people and it becomes a destructive spiral of despair. Uh, when somebody is suffering from severe shame, th- they can't find anything good about life, the world, and most of all themselves. And um, it's it's just an evil, powerful thing. It's like it's like poison. The difference is. Once you take certain poisons, it's too late. There's nothing you can do about it. And what's beautiful is with shame, there happens to be a, an emotional clearing process that is very, very powerful that takes shame and kicks its butt. And we're going to get into that in this uh, podcast. But let's look, at, let's look at shame first. Let's look at right in the eye. And, uh, you know, this is the thing that is so important because the thing about shame is it wants to make you powerless, which means that you don't have the ability to look it in the eye and say, screw you, I don't believe you. And two, I'm not going to give you power over me. And three, put up your middle finger. So (laughs) I have people that post my podcast, so I can't swear uh, because they don't have that. They can't have that in their, in their podcast. But anyway, um, I like to be posted, so I, I make that uh, the accommodation. So anyway, I'll keep it totally clean. Anyway, so here's the deal. Shame tells you that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you're ugly, that you're unloved, that you're unlovable, okay? It makes living utterly impossible because everywhere you look, there is nothing but despair. And I cannot tell you how many suicides are fueled by this nasty, poisonous thing called shame. The thing about shame is that it attacks you in your most vulnerable places, okay? It, 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 it nails you for your looks, okay? I, I remember being with a friend of mine in, uh, on Kauai. Uh, I've done a lot of, I spent a lot of time on Kauai, and I, I love that island. But uh, my friend and I went out to dinner, and, and she's a model, and she's very attractive, and, and you know, the, your typical, you know, maybe not quite supermodel, but, but definitely model. And uh, we go by this billboard, and she goes, hey, there I am. I did that shoot, you know, a couple weeks ago, and I'm looking at her going, I'm like, that's you? She said, yeah, that's me photoshopped and stretched 10%. And I just cracked up laughing because it didn't even look like her. But it looked unreal, right? And so here the person on the billboard was sitting right next to me and I could, couldn't recognize her. But uh, it, it was funny and she was laughing. She's like, so, you know, I'm thin and I fit the Western culture's idea of beauty and, uh, and they still have to Photoshop me. <laughs> so, you know, nothing is good enough. But, you know, shame goes after your looks it goes after sex. 
whether you like it or don't like it, if you do it, then you're bad. If you don't do it, then you're weird. I mean, it's just like double bind after double bind after double bind. Shame is just nasty. And uh, it, it's, it attacks your body image, you know, um, childhood. You know, when you're a child, you act very naturally, right? Uh, if you want to know what human nature is, watch a child. They have no shame. They have no guilt, no matter what they do, because they haven't been trained to feel bad about things. Isn't that a sad thing? Um, it, it, it attacks childhood. It attacks parenthood. It, it attacks your health, your age, you're too young, you're too old, you're, I mean, it's, it's relentless, okay? And uh, again, so many suicides are caused by this persistent negativity. But as persistent as shame is, we have the resilience to overcome it. And uh, what shame basically boils down to in my understanding is someone is hitting you over the head with their own core values and insisting that you follow their values. Okay. <laughs> how ridiculous is that? I mean, when you think about it, that when I think about it that way, I'm, I laugh, like, how could I ever get shamed about anything? Because all this I have to do is know what my own values are, know what I stand for, know what I believe. And then if you're, if you're the same as me, cool. And if you're not, well, you know, kumbaya, you know, have, have fun, uh, be you, be you and live by your rules. I'll be me and live by mine and, and we'll either be friends or not. And, and it doesn't matter. I, I don't feel shame about saying we can't be friends, okay? Because there's no sense in, uh, in uh, putting two separate, especially when your core values are very, very different. So, so shame is basically somebody taking their core values and expecting you to live up to them. Um, when, when, the, uh, when the missionaries came to the Polynesian islands, uh, again, you know, I love Hawaii, and uh, it, it, the thing that I love about it is the natural freedom of the Hawaiian people. And they, I, I remember being at a uh, cultural center where they were talking about the, uh, you know, the missionaries. They came in to, to save, the, save the, these poor natives from, from their sin and debauchery. Um, and all the people were running around naked. Well, it's the freaking tropics, okay? It's like 70 to 90 degrees 365 days a year, sunny all the time, what do you need clothes for? If you think about it from a normal human way, like, of course you wouldn't wear clothes. This is how you come out. This is how you stay. Obviously, you're good enough. That's how the creator put you, put you into this world, right? I haven't seen anybody come out in a three-piece suit. But these missionaries, because of their own shame and their own... Uh, I, I will say this, their own uh, religiously imposed values um, had something linked to the, the human body as being bad, wrong, and, or sinful. And so they, made, they started shaming these native people over and over and over again until finally they made them wear clothes. And uh, man, it was some messed up stuff. 
But there's an example of someone else's core values. I mean, these guys had gotten along for thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of years without having any clothes. And then the missionaries show up and you're bad and wrong and sinful and, you know, you need to get be beaten because you're not wearing clothes. I mean, it's ridiculous. But a perfect example of someone else's core values being applied to a culture or a person or, or a village, what, however, um, I noticed the same thing in West Africa. When I was over there on my first visit, um, this, it was like going back in time, like 5,000 years. And there were many, many people who didn't wear clothes. I mean, it was 90 degrees, hot, sunny, sub-Saharan Africa. It was not a thing. Right now, if they would have been walking around like that in the West, they would have been arrested. But because the village doesn't have the same core values as as Western Western culture, people can just be who they are, how they are, and everybody loves them and they're just accepted. Boy, isn't that an interesting thing? So what the way to beat shame is, is number one. Know your core values, know your core beliefs, and, and stand on them strong, okay? Because then if somebody comes up with something different, you know, hey, knock yourself out, have fun. This is, this is how I am, and that's how you are. Don't make you me, because it doesn't work, okay? I haven't given you permission to uh, enter my life on that level. <laughs> you have to earn your way in. So, and, and people who love you and care for you will not shame you. They might ask you about your behavior. They might ask you, but they won't uh, come in and, 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 and hit you with it. The thing about shame is that, and it usually happens in the formative years, where you get shamed by being who you truly are. And I remember this as a, as a little kid is here you are just going about your business, doing, doing your thing. And your mom stops you and says, no, you are a bad boy or you're a bad girl and blah, blah, blah for whatever it is that you're doing. All of a sudden, what happens is you have a neurological response to being shamed and it locks in so that anytime you get shamed, that neurological response is activated and you come into this place of, of trauma. And uh, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's heinous. <laughs> and the thing that happens is until you disconnect that neurological response, anytime you get shamed, it's just going to happen. It's not, even, it's not anything that you consciously think about. It's something that just happens. And what's so awesome is that there has been this amazing process that has been developed. It goes by a couple of names, uh, an organization, 220, that I work with, wonderful people helping save the lives of, of veterans and first responders. Um, they call it um, Emotional Management Process, EMP. Um, they used to call it... Uh, Emotional clearing technique, ECT, but apparently that's an electro, <laughs> there's another process uh, that's a, like electrocuting people that's called by that same name. And so they go, wow, you guys really do that? And we're like, no, 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 we don't do that. Uh, different thing, same initials, different thing. But I like to refer to it as emotional clearing process. 
Okay. Because that's exactly what it does. It clears the negative emotions that are caused by trauma or shame. And it literally disconnects the neurological pathways that are set up by an event that causes shame. Okay. When you let those, when you let those nasty people in the door that are giving you a hard time, um, Hey, we can't help it when we're little kids, right? Especially in the West, we're trained. Adults are the, are the power. The kids are not the power. So when an adult says you're bad or wrong for doing this or that, then you, you are shamed. And by God, you don't do it again. <laughs> it, it's, very, it's very effective in behavioral patterning, but it's not very good for self-esteem. What happens when you get shamed is you, you start you start thinking of yourself like you're, you're not worthy, you're not good enough. Um, all of the core, your core value is basically diminished. And um, you always start, you put people in front of yourself, you, you know, every, everyone else is okay, no matter what they do, and you're not. And this is a programmed response. This is a, a, and, you know, God bless our parents, right? <laughs> Most of them didn't know better. You know, the era that my parents were raised in, um, it was spare the rod, spoil the child, right? And so, you know, if you beat the shit out of kids, they'll, and, and shame them enough, they'll come into the behavioral expectations of the church or the society or, or whatever it is. Um, the problem is what you end up with is a bunch of powerful, uh, powerless, sorry, um, a powerful power of shame and a powerless person. And what we've, what we've developed from that is massive amounts of psychotherapy, which of course doesn't work. Um, we, psychotherapy, not to, not to diss psychotherapy, because I've, I've received a lot of help from psychotherapy over the years, but, but basically psychotherapy is talking about the stuff that happened. And so, okay, you stop, you, you talk about it. And, uh, and then you go off and you, or you have your cathartic experience in your therapist's office where you cry and you feel so much better. <sighs> but then a week later, you're back at the, you're back at your therapist's office talking about the same thing. So has it really worked? No. But what works is this emotional clearing process where we go in and disconnect the neurological response to shame so that when someone tries to shame you again, number one, you don't respond, you don't lose your power, you actually come into a place of empowerment where you are looking at whether this particular information is in alignment or not alignment with your core values, with your core beliefs, with your mission as a human being here on the planet Earth, as a messenger of, of the divine source. You know, I think we're all, a, or I call us all God sparks, and, and we're here to bring a certain aspect of the creator to the world. And when you get shamed and you turn down your light and you turn down your power, it eliminates the possibility for you to live in your power and shine your light that you're here to shine. So, cook on that one for a while. If you have any questions, get a hold of me. You can email me, toby at tobychristensen.com, or you can just go to my website, tobychristensen.com. There's a bunch of different 
offerings and there's ways to get a hold of me there. I hope you have a fantastic day. Let's eradicate shame. Let's eliminate it from our lives. Let's own our power and keep looking up. <laughs>